Hey everyone, it's Morgan. Just wanted to put a little announcement on here before you listen to the episode. I had every intention of getting the episode out by Thursday like I usually do. However, unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances, I had to release it a day late. Next week, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming of releasing the podcast by Thursday. Thank you for your understanding. Enjoy. I'm Morgan. And I'm Morgan. We met in 2009 at summer camp. And have been best friends since. Now we're starting a podcast. And talking about anything. Today we're going to talk about our trips to Italy and how the TSA thought Morgan was being trafficked. Are you ready? Because neither are we. Hello, friend. Hi, friend. It's small talk time. It is small talk time. How are you doing today? I'm doing good today. Worked a long day. What about are you? you? Are you still waiting on your certification or did you actually start yet? Small talk announcement. <sighs> <laughs> now I have to like hold everything to like tell you <laughs> to not tell you anything until we do our podcast. So I, I can actually like get your reactions to news and everything. <laughs> you want genuine reactions. We don't want fake yes. reactions. <laughs> We're genuine here, but I did get my license so I can officially practice in the state of Pennsylvania. very very fun yeah that's that's one of the things that I found out yesterday so I'm very very happy about that but I'm still working this job (laughs) until Thursday so gotcha but at least hey there's an end in sight yeah I'm glad you got a day off today though that's good it's been it's been nice a lot yes it's I have been working a lot it's been it's been crazy especially this past week I worked Right after we stopped recording the podcast, I <laughs> went to work later that night. I think I stopped recording, ran downstairs, did a yeah, a pits, tits, and ass uh, mini shower, and then I got dressed and then went to work. So I worked, and then I was there Tuesday, and then I was there Wednesday, where I had to go straight after lab. I was off right. Thursday this past week, where we did movie night, and I saw Zoolander for the first time. Oh, was it good? I've never seen that movie. It was, it was good. It was funny. Oh, my God. Obviously, the license was... A big portion of your small talk today, but was there anything else that went on this past week? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I I went to go wedding dress shopping mm-hmm. for the second time. And I really appreciate those people that can just like go wedding dress shopping and like just go gung-ho and then be like, yes, I found it. Like I envy you to the max. I was one of those people. I envy you because right now like I said it's my second time I'll probably have to go like to a different store for the third time I feel like I'm too I would like like, to be present for this one I'm too particular that's why I don't like I want to have you guys there but at the same time I don't want to waste your freaking time driving out of your way to come see me for this and me be like well (laughs) that amounted to nothing I'll make it a weekend um I'll make it a weekend Come and see my parents, come and see you, and we'll go dress shopping like we planned to do. But I mean, you weren't even there when I found my wedding dress. And the only reason why I found my dress was because I had picked out five. Yeah. And you were only allowed to pick out five because it was COVID. And Lauren was with me. I had tried on my first four. And then the fifth one, I was like, this one's out of my price range, but it looks really elegant. Yeah. And I tried it on and I was like, this is hundred percent the one, but it doesn't seem like you've had that moment. I haven't like the first time I definitely had a favorite, 
the first go round at the one shop I went to, I was definitely like, Ooh, this is really pretty like digging it. But I wasn't like, I'm box it up. Like let's order this. Let's go. I definitely wasn't feeling that. So I wasn't pulling the trigger. And then this past time I had one picked out from online that I had been seeing. Like I picked this out like two years ago. I saw it online and I just like kept a picture of it. And so I asked the woman, can you get me anything close to this? So she pulled a few, like nothing was really sticking. And I thought she had found it, but it wasn't the same neckline. It was like a sweetheart neckline instead of like a straight across. Oh, if you know what I'm saying, the sweetheart did not look good on me. I was devastated. I asked her, I was like, Hey, this is like the number, like, (laughs) do you have this in the store? This is the only one I want to try on. And they didn't have it in the store, nor do they have it in any of the other (laughs) David's bridles across America. Are you serious? So she said that apparently they're trying to phase it out. No one has it like in the store, but it's online. And guess what? The only sizes left are like a 10. And then a four, which is my size. Is it meant to be? Yes, I think so. <laughs> but the problem is I wouldn't be able to try it on. I would yeah, have to so you have it. to buy it and then hope and pray it fits because if not, then you're screwed. And if I, so here's my other thing. I was talking to the girl there and she said, if I buy it, try it on and I don't like it, all I need to do is I can't do a return because they won't refund me because all you can do is exchange right exchange but it's like I probably won't like another dress there because I just went through all this the other day but she said I could do store credit and then I could get all of you to get your dresses there and and we'll just pay you and use up the store credit and then you'd pay me so technically I would get a refund I want that in writing though I want that in writing that the other issue is that David's bridal sizing is ridiculous. So uh, for anybody that actually knows us, for a point of reference, I wear anywhere between an eight and a 10 in jeans. Right. When I went in for the fitting for Sophie's wedding, Mm -hmm. for her dresses, I went in there and they're like, okay, what size uh, pants are you? And I'm like, I wear a size eight. Yeah. I had to get a size 14 in the dress that I would have worn for her wedding. Yeah. And I had to get a 14 for my own wedding dress. Oh my gosh. Do so I look like a size so 14 to you? So their sizing just must be off. Well, I bet that, they, it's also, it's also this. So yeah, it's also your boobs, your big boobs. Um, <laughs> did you, um, I forget what I was going to ask you. Did you find that, that the dresses like you wore size 14 across the board? Didn't matter what kind of dress though. Yes. For okay. those. Yes. Which I'm also like thinking to myself, whenever I went with you guys to get your bridesmaids dresses, I was like, would I have been a 14 in this dress too? I upped, I had to up a size, but that was also just the way it was like around my hips. I loved the dress that I went with and we still need to obviously talk about uh, my wedding because there were so many great aspects to that day and I want to talk about kind of the process for building up to that, which I have a feeling that's going to be a two-parter, but I love the dress that you guys ended up wearing. It looked flattering on everybody Mm -hmm. and it it just, it it looked comfortable enough that if you really did, I know they say this on that movie, 27 dresses, you want to shorten it and wear it again. You actually could. 
Yeah, you really could. You could. You could even make it like tea length and it would be cute. Yeah, it would be like an adorable like reception bridal shower dress. Something I'm going to have to figure out too. That's my predicament. So, and they only have eight left. Like across the country? In existence. There's only eight left online in my size. But I think this is like the one. I have to make a decision. Like I either have to go to another store, see if I get lucky there, or I have to like take this chance but it's like I think I could because the color I just showed you they have a color similar to this so oh, they, have oh to I be, know they do they have like a wine color they do and it's beautiful so it's like the same thing and that's what I was checking that's why I ordered new swatches just to make sure that it was exactly the color I wanted before I said hey let's take a chance you guys are probably going to have to buy your dresses from there if not we could always just get our even our shoes from there because right. I remember you guys got your shoes from David's bridal where else uh there was jewelry there for the most part yeah they had a lot yeah. of stuff there's there. so much stuff like even my belt I got from there yeah. for the dress post-wedding lingerie everything that you need. <laughs> cute cute <laughs> everything you need for the day i mean you can get that if you need to no that seems like a lot of work so yeah so that was my sunday that was my sunday afternoon but yeah that's all i need to update you on as far as my pitiful dress i will say cheers to that cheers cheers with Sorry. my water Lucky. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm sitting over here sipping a wine because it is Tuesday, and uh, she's sauced. She's <laughs> sauced. I am sitting over here sipping a wine because I can because I just got a shipment of eleven bottles of wine, and I spent less than 170 bucks in total on eleven bottles of wine plus shipping from New Jersey because we can. So, uh, backstory to why I'm sipping wine. I usually don't keep that much. That's a lie. I usually don't keep much wine in the house. I have alcohol downstairs. We have a bar cart and everything. But when I started dieting for the wedding, it was really hard to even just drink in general. So I kind of essentially stopped. I maybe had like one glass of wine every once in a while, but I got a snap from a friend of mine and he was like, check out the broomstick brew and get you guys some. And I was like, where would I find this? He's like, oh, you know, my girlfriend's family has a winery, right? I'm like, I do remember that. Like, nice. Can you send me the link so that I can uh, look this up? He did. And I, <laughs> on Saturday, as uh, I had left work, I was there for 12 and a half hours on Saturday. As I was leaving, I was like, we actually get date night. So Callum and I were getting ready to go out. But as we're driving from my house to the casino in Greensburg. That's about 30 minute, a 30 minute drive. Mm-hmm. I managed to order 11 bottles of wine, oh, yeah. pay for it and get it prepped for shipping. <laughs> this was Saturday and the wine came today. That's amazing. Which is fantastic. So I'm over here sipping the broomstick brew Tomasello winery out of the greater New Jersey area. Look it up. Look it up. It's great. So speaking of the casino, Hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, <laughs> it's really not. It's just, it's bad. I'm ready. So, not in the money sense. The money sense, I actually walked away with a little bit more money than I put in, which is unusual for me. Usually I get screwed when I go there. <laughs> Callum and I go. We have dinner at the Guy Fieri restaurant. I had salmon. It was delicious. And I had 
a singular glass of wine as well with that a pinot grigio with salmon just icing on the cake they're phenomenal Callum had a really Mm -hmm. big burger and I had some really good chili so we're walking around the casino just checking things out figure we'll sit down at a slot machine why not we really don't sit down at the tables that often so walking through I pass this person that looks familiar to me and I'm like what oh better not be who I think it is so backstory to that backstory I obviously work in a bar a few weeks ago I was sitting there talking to one of the regulars that comes in on Monday night. He and I are sitting talking and this guy walks in. It's really, really strange guy that previously had come in and just talked my ear off, annoyed the ever loving shit out of me as well. And proceeded to order that night a drink he was like i want a bourbon and diet and i'm like okay well there's so many different kinds of bourbons what kind of bourbon do you want goes bourbon yeah okay oh my god rule number one if you're going to a bar specifically one that's not super busy if there's like six people in there in total and you say i want a bourbon and diet you need to specify if you're going out to like a club in the middle of the night or something yeah. like that. And there's, there's a ton of people and you say a vodka soda, chances are you're going to get Tito's or absolute something like right. that. But if there's no one in there and you say bourbon and diet, what, what do you expect me to do with that? So I make him a Jim Beam and Pepsi. I say, Hey, it's $5. And I walk down to the other end of the bar just to check on the people that are down there. Mm-hmm. And so he's sitting there talking to one of my regulars on Monday night who comes in, he'll order dinner. We'll stay, we'll sit there and talk to each other. Yeah. And he's talking his ear off. So I come back over and just check in to see if he needed like a beer or anything. And this guy literally goes, okay, fuck this. I'm out of here. Gets up and walks out. So I'm screaming across the bar, like a lunatic going, Hey, you owe me $5. You yeah. owe me $5. And then I'm scream- I'm yelling at him. The guy that's sitting across from me is yelling at him. Yeah. And he just keeps walking. As soon as he like actually closes the door, I'm like, okay, well, he's done for life. He's come in here multiple times and said, and I quote, two other patrons, his opening line is, I'm not on drugs, which is a 98% chance you probably are on drugs if you're saying some stupid shit like that. Literally that day he started with oh by the way i have a mercedes we're like good for you dude we don't care so i'm walking through the or even better so even better uh let me back up real quick even better the next night he tried to come in and the other bartender that's on kicked him out as well because he didn't know he had a lifetime ban because i don't know this guy's name i looked at his id once and i didn't remember it because i chose to take it out of my memory but right Walking through the casino with Callum and I am kind of just looking around. You never know who you're going to run into there. Right. It's, it's big. It draws people in from Pittsburgh. It draws people in from like Johnstown area. It draws people in from at least a 50 mile radius. Right. And I'm walking through the casino and we just happen to be walking through the area where there's like slot machines and tables. And I see this guy out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, don't recognize me. Don't recognize me literally in the middle of the aisle stops me and goes hey i know you and i was like no fucking way i literally go huh (laughs) i look over at him and i go "Eh, huh he's like i know you you work at that bar and look in here don't you and i literally go dude you got it all wrong you got the wrong person like i don't even work in looking here that's awesome that's awesome so what happened we just walked away. Callum goes, uh, 
you okay over there? I was like, no, that's the psycho guy that I, that is done for life over at, at work. And he's here. He's insane. So I'm like literally head on a swivel. I look like an owl in the casino the rest of the night because I'm trying to make sure that this guy's not following me around to make sure, yeah, this actually is the girl. I look the way I look right now. What are the freaking chances of that, though? So I'm thinking to myself, okay, don't let it get to you. We go and sit down at some slot machines. We play a little bit and hang out. And then I'm like, you know what? There is a restaurant upstairs so that the guy fieris is downstairs there's a restaurant upstairs and then next to it adjacent to it is like a nightclub essentially it's called the pbr with okay. professional bull riding bar where they actually oh, have like cool. a mechanical bull it's pretty cool there I spend 25 bucks on two drinks but that's also because i got ciroc so there's there's that of course yeah so i am with callum we order our drinks and we're walking through the crowded area so we're walking through that area and we get, cause there's one bar on one side. That's like a fully surrounded bar. And then there's one on the other end. That's a straight across bar. Right. We get down to the other end and we're just sitting, we're just standing there like you know, dancing a little bit. All they play there is country music, which I love because it usually means they play Kenny Chesney and I love Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, who do I see this tall motherfucker looking around the, the bar. This guy's like in his fifties. This guy is in his 50s at this bar with all these 21-year-old plus girls. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the flannel I was wearing had a hood on the back of it. I threw my hood up, sucked down the rest of my drink, and I was like, we're done. We're running. Good. That's creepy as shit. It was so strange. Like, it was so That's scared. <laughs> it, like, was, it was horrible. Yeah, I bet. It sounds like it. It was really bad. There was that. And then the Steelers lost on Sunday, and that was just painful, too. Honestly, I know his stats weren't as good as Trubisky's, and whoever, if anybody wants to get into an argument, feel free. DM me on Instagram at this point. I put my Instagram on blast. Feel free to get into an argument with me. But if Kenny Pickett would have been in for that whole game compared to Mitch Trubisky, we might have actually won that game. And I say might because you never know. He threw three interceptions, but still, his stats were better than Trubisky's. Me nodding my head, acting like I know what the fuck you're talking about. This isn't a sports podcast, but I will happily talk sports as part of my small talk because let's go Steelers. It's a rebuild season. It's a rebuild season. We're going to be lucky if we end up even like I doubt we're actually going to have a winning season this year. And I think Tomlin's already accepted that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So we'll see. And then yesterday I worked crazy as well. But I had my first exam in anatomy on Monday and I spent the whole weekend studying for that in addition to working. So it was like I work and I come home and study or I study and then I go to work. So it was it was it was a solid mix of the two. I'm hoping I did well. I will keep you posted on the grade. Yeah, let us know. (laughs) We'll be thinking of you. But we'd like to welcome back our listeners to uh, this installment of the Morgan and Morgan podcast. What are we talking about today, Morgan? Today, we are talking about both of our adventures in Italy, separate times, but very close together, unknowingly between the both of us. The main highlight of this story, (laughs) as you guys heard from our intro, is how the TSA thought she was being trafficked. She didn't get trafficked, but they thought she was. The freaking TSA thought I was being trafficked, everyone. (laughs) It was was solid. And I wish I would have worn, I wish I would have remembered what we were talking about. I'm not going to lie. 
sometimes I don't remember until we get the prompts at the start of our meetings. I wish I would have worn the sweatshirt I was wearing to the, the airport that day because I think that's why they thought I was being trafficked. So, so walk us through this. One, what the heck were you wearing that <laughs> made them think you were being trafficked? <laughs> and were you in Italy at yes. this point? So I, this is our last day. This is our day that we're heading home. Gotcha. Okay. So we're leaving Rome. Yeah. And we get to the Rome. airport. Yes, Loved Rome. Loved, honestly loved all of it. And I'll get more into that later, but we're heading to the airport. I'm listening to music. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get a neck pillow. I'm going to sleep the whole plane ride home. It'll be great. <laughs> you saw it. <laughs> I bought a bunch of different tchotchke souvenirs while I was over there. I got my mm-hmm. mom some nice stuff. I got my now mother-in-law some nice stuff. I got as many people as I could nice stuff. I got my dad like a terrible towel that uh, had Italian writing on it in the Coliseum instead of Pittsburgh on it. So That's he, awesome. of course, loves that. I decided that I wanted to get myself a nice crew neck sweatshirt. Right just because they have so many cool ones over there with like kind of like the old style like how Maryland would have like the state seal on there or like Pennsylvania state seal like you know those kind of crewnecks that I'm talking about yeah like the really old style ones Mm -hmm. they had those over there and I was like you know what I will spend the 40 euros and get a crewneck that literally says like University of Rome or like Roma on there or something like that so of course I haven't run out of clothes, but I wanted something comfortable because the plane was cold on the way over to Italy. And so I figured the plane was going to be cold and I didn't want to use that scratchy blanket in the. (laughs) Exactly. Who does? Yeah. My seat got upgraded, which is a good thing. I don't know if that was karma because what I'm about to tell you happened before that, but I got upgraded. (laughs) It was just me and another individual uh, sitting next to me and I had a window seat. It was great for the flight back because I was supposed Mm -hmm. to be way back in coach and I didn't get, I got bumped up to a better section of coach (laughs) oh good so they made up for it row like 15 compared to being like back in like the 30s or 40s it was great yeah exactly so what happened was I am going to the airport with all these other girls that are doing the trip there were like maybe only one or two other guys on the trip heading to the airport we get to the airport get all checked in get our bags uh, and everything because they told us that hey when you're flying back, you're allowed to check your bag. But if you're flying too, you can't check your bag. Okay. It was the weirdest thing. So Weird. we go up to the counter and I guess it technically wasn't the TSA. It was more so just the, the uh, regular airport people, the airport people. And we're going up there. We get our bags checked and everything. And no, they didn't ask anybody else, but they asked me, can you talk to us about uh, activities you like to do? And I'm like, what so I literally go um drawing and uh painting and they're like okay can you tell us about the last time that you drew something and I was like uh before I came on this trip and they're like what was that a few weeks ago I was like yeah that was a few weeks ago (laughs) so little did I know until I started working further at the hospital and learned about mandated reporting that they thought I was being trafficked that's insane they thought this Asian girl with a, all these other white girls was being trafficked back to America. What words would have set them off if I had what been being words trafficked? would well, have led me to being interrogated? I think they thought that my college was trying to traffic me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, that that was that until afterwards. I was like, I, I go up to the group of girls that I'm with and I go, 
hey did you guys get asked any other weird questions they're like what are you talking about i'm like did they ask you anything about like what activities you like to do they're like no why (laughs) i go (laughs) they just asked me all these questions and so the professor that's with us literally looks over she's like oh my god she thought you were being trafficked i'm like what no that's insane so i I ended up getting bumped in my seat she got a better seat for being has that ever happened to you at the airport because I, I haven't been to another airport since i'll tell you a funny one about andrew oh, um, and then i'll tell you like the story of when we were coming home from italy and how that got jacked up okay so the first one was with my brother andrew Yes. So we were going uh, down to our, like every five year, you know, trip, we we're going to Disney World. I was going to say, is it Disney World? It was. We were going to Disney. This was like a few years ago. So our most recent trip and he doesn't travel that much. So, you know, he only goes on a plane every once in a while, like when we have to do stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know what you can and you can't have, you know. So we were going through just like the most basic check-in stuff like not even like full-blown security just like checking in but we're to the part where like they're like take this out you know maybe we were going through security I forget but anyways my brother (laughs) got pulled to the side he had filled up (laughs) like two like at least a liter like two one liter bottles of water and had them in his backpack like two huge bottles of water in his backpack and also he grew out a full beard and he has like the darkest thickest hair you know thick eyebrows you know like had a hoodie on like he looked like he was about to kill someone so like I hate to say that because now it sounds like I'm like generalizing people by like the way they look but like according to TSA standards he must have looked suspicious and um you got so, four water bottles a thick beard maybe he they just thought he was homeless and managed to get into the airport too yeah. who knows so they instantly pull him but he's a minor so like my mom like was like you guys go ahead i'm gonna take care of this we'll meet you at the gate <laughs> and we're Bobby like to the rescue yeah my dad and jack we were like okay bye <laughs> have a good time <laughs> we're not taking care of that i've never been me myself I've never been like pulled for anything because I'm too anxious I'm too scared me too. to like mess up I'm so like tedious with my packing like I don't even like I measure I weigh my stuff I get scared so <laughs> the crazy story of when we were coming when I was coming back from Rome you know the flights were twofold to get back so we departed from Rome okay And we departed from Rome late because that flight was delayed. And of course, you know, we had another flight that we had to catch at Heathrow. Oh, Heathrow. Heathrow. Oh, in London. So we didn't go like straight from. So we had to go from Rome to London and then London back to the U.S. Right. So, of course, our flight from Rome was delayed. So, you know, of course, we. get to the London airport and we are like trying to go through customs. We're trying to go through everything. We're basically running all over the stupid airport. We still all missed our flight. 
So it's like all like 25 of us, <laughs> like just sitting in the airport for like eight hours that day. And what they ended up doing is like just picking people out in groups of like two or more. And they would look at people. They looked at like four girls in my class. They're like, you four, grab your bags, go across the airport. You're flying into California, like, and then you're going to fly back oh across. God. Yeah. So they were just like picking people. Like, so we're all being separated at this point. And I was like scared. I was like, okay, I just hope I don't have too long of a flight. Like, I really don't care as long as I get home. It was such a long day. He looks, our professor looks at me and another girl in my class and said, you two, like, go, like your flight leaves in a, in a half hour, go run across the airport. It's just you two. And like, I've never done this by myself. So I was like, so scared, but I managed, we got to, we found our gate. We got some Starbucks. Like we're both trying to like calm each other down. Cause we're about to fly like for another eight hours at this point. And of course, freaking racist TSA, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> pulls my friend aside and she's black. So they pulled her and they were like, <gasps> no. and of course our seats were like right next to each other on the plane. Right. They were like, Hey, we need to ask you some questions, but they, and of course I stopped with her, you know, and I was standing there and they're like, Oh, you, you go on ahead. If you fucking think that I am leaving her like I am not we're being sent back together and if for some ungodly reason they were like you can't fly on this flight what should just be left in London by herself yeah I was like nope I'm staying with her so you can suck it I didn't say that it was really nice but I was like no I'm staying right here like we're getting on this plane together and so yeah they had just had some stupid bs questions but they ended up letting us on the flight and then from there, they flew us into Boston, another connecting flight. They flew oh us into God. Boston before flying us into uh, BWI, right? And guess what? We were supposed to go to Dulles. So that's where <gasps> no. that's where Nolan was waiting to pick me up from. Oh, my he was, God. He was waiting at Dulles. And, you know, when you're on a plane, you can't call people. No. So we get back. Like, I texted him, like, when I was in London. And I was like, hey, just by the way. This is what's transpiring. And then as soon as I get to Boston, I have to call him and be like, hey, I know you're in Dulles, but you got to drive up here to BWI to come get me. Yeah. And that's an hour away from each other. Yeah. But like, like as soon on as the we, map, they don't look that far, yeah. but they're, it's an hour away. Exactly. And as, so as soon as we landed in Boston, we had to book it. We had to like go get our bags, find our ne- next thing, like barely had time to use the bathroom and they were boarding our plane. And it's like, 10 o'clock at night, you know, 10 30 at night. And I didn't like, get, it's into... giving me stress hives for you. That's how bad it was. It is. You guys didn't think I was stressed before. I was very stressed that day. We got back safe. Everybody, everybody made it home. All right. But that That's was good. like the only like TSA other thing that I had. I was so mad that day. So, like, so you went in spring break of your junior year of college, right? Correct. I'm surprised you remember that. Well, it's <laughs> because yes. I went May. So the way that I did this was instead of uh, graduating, well, technically my graduation date from college was August 2018. Mm-hmm. But 
I was able to get a petition signed by my advisor and some of the other professors that I had had to let me walk at graduation with the rest of my friends. And I want to get my diploma until August because I wanted to get my last three credits after graduation during the summer semester. Right. Of course. And I figured all I got to do is pass this class. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) it was intaking the city's culture in Italy. That was like the title of the class. And ironically, my friend that's downstairs waiting for me. His aunt is the one who was running this trip. Lucky duck. I went with a theology class. I went with the nutrition and dietetics, uh, as well as like the hospitality group. Graduation was May 12th. And by the 16th, I was getting ready to leave for Italy. I was there for 10 days and it was phenomenal. So we flew out of Pittsburgh because that's where I'm based out of. And Ed Callum dropped me off the airport went in, got there like three hours early, of course. uh, And we're sitting there and then the storm comes through that day because we had to get on our connecting flight from Philly to leave, to get to Italy, to Venice. Right. Right. And so our flight keeps getting pushed back. Our first flight was supposed to be at like one 32 o'clock ish. So I'm like, okay, understandably. So why we get there at noon? Yeah. Then it got pushed back to two 30. Then it got pushed back to three 25. Yeah, then it got pushed back to 430 and we're like you got to be kidding me because it it only takes 57 minutes like at max to get across the state in a plane so from pittsburgh to philly it's 57 because i think we had more delays whenever we actually got on the plane so of course though our connecting flight to get to venice is supposed to leave at 625 and it is 420 when we were boarding the plane finally philadelphia's inch for time so philadelphia's airport their international airport is nowhere near as big as pittsburgh's pittsburgh's is ginormous oh yeah like it is it's so freaking huge it's ridiculously huge and so we're running through the philadelphia airport like a bunch of lunatics because (laughs) we got off at terminal like d or e and had to run terminal a shit so we had to run all the way across the airport just to realize that that flight was delayed too and wasn't going to take off till eight, but they were still boarding the plane now. So I'm like, I'm going to get on and I'm going to sleep. Why would they board the plane when it's not going to take off? Just because of the, they were like, well, it's probably going to take off around eight, but it was an overnight international flight anyway. So they were like, as soon as the weather starts clearing up, we're taking off. Okay, cool. I was like, what the heck are they doing to you? Yeah. Torturing. Um, yeah. Sounds like it. We had turbulence over the Atlantic, which was real fun whenever you're trying to sleep. <laughs> But we got to Venice the next day, obviously in one piece. Mm-hmm. The people that were also traveling in the group that weren't from our college checked their luggage and their luggage got lost. So that's why we were like, we're taking carry-ons because otherwise oh, yeah. we're going to get screwed. Yeah. So started in Venice. We were in this cute little town near Venice. It was really nice to hang out there. Uh, first day I'm falling asleep on the on the tour bus while we're heading back from Venice. But we went to Venice, got to check out everything, got dinner there. And then the next day we went back over to Venice because we had to take a water taxi to get there. It was so, so cool. The fact that Venice and you went to Venice too, right? I did not. <gasps> oh, you it's so awesome there. You got to go all over Italy and I was stuck in Rome. You also went longer though. I was only there for a week. Like you were there for 14 days, two weeks. No, we were there for 10 days. Oh, 10. Okay. Well, but, give or take, but yeah. So Venice is really cool because it it's a city surrounded by water. 
So there really aren't, or there aren't any vehicles there. Right. So it's awesome. So we were there. I had some of the best pasta that I'm ever going to have in my life there. It was like salmon and zucchini and it was so good. There was that a couple days later, then we went to Florence, which Florence is beautiful too. And Mm -hmm. the, the most fun part about Florence, aside from obviously the art and everything was being able to explore with uh, the group of friends that I had made there. And I still talk to some of them every once in a while. Uh, The group of friends that I was hanging out with there. And we went walking down in Florence that night and found a food truck park score (laughs) it was like a nighttime like food truck park so I emailed actually one of our high school teachers that taught history I emailed her saying hey I'm in Italy right now and this is what's going on we saw like all the stuff because I'd taken European history in high school and got to see like all the different uh philosophers that we had talked about then like Petrarch people like that it was so cool and then we went to Rome But in the meantime, we also stopped in Assisi for the day too. It was beautiful there. While we were in the Florence area, we took a detour down towards like the Tuscany area and did like a wine tour there. It was so cool. It was, it was the trip of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And uh, so getting back then that's when the whole trafficking thing happened. I had an option to add on two extra days, but I also didn't have an extra like 600 bucks to shell out to go to. Uh, That makes sense. Where do they go? They went down to uh, like the the Amalfi Coast and I would have loved to have gone to the Amalfi Coast. It was so cute because my friends that I made there, I was at work. I, we got back on the 25th of May in 2018. I was back at work the following night, the 26th. Oh God. You know how jet lagged I was? Oh, I bet. I bet. Ridiculously (laughs) jet lagged, but they sent me a picture. They put on their Instagram. They're like, Morgan, you went to the beach today. I was like, no, I didn't. I went to work. They had taken my picture on one of their phones and they took pictures with them holding up my picture. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. That's so sweet. That would have been nice. It was so nice of them. And I I just loved that trip so much. Obviously they had warned us about like, oh, there's the people that'll like try and sell you stuff. Didn't fall for any of that stuff. I found so much fun stuff there. No idea how tightly I held my cross body bag because I got a money sack (laughs) yeah and not even because I was like paranoid at first but because our tour guide nicest lady ever every time we went into like a different church or something she was like people pit pocket in this church all the time holding your stuff and so I'm like death gripping my stuff out like on the front of me I'm like scared out of my mind I'm about to get like robbed do you get to go to Vatican City yeah wasn't it beautiful there Oh my God. So how much did you see in Rome? We, how long were you there? We were there for like two or three days. Oh, that's great. So, um, since I went with my theology class. Oh, I bet it was a whole religion tour. It was, it was, but a very nice one. Um, because the churches are like the main staple of Rome anyways. So we went, we got to go like all across Rome we got into all the major cathedrals. Like, Did you have to cover your knees and your shoulders? Um, no. You didn't? No. But it was cold, so we did. And it oh. was rainy. Because that's what our tour guide said is in any of these holy places. Like when we were in Assisi, we went into the uh, Basilica there. She's like, you have to wear either pants or like a long skirt. So I packed like cute little pants and I packed like maxi skirts to wear. Yeah. Yeah. We luckily did not have to do that, but... 
it was just really interesting because there are parts of Rome that are owned by the Vatican. And those are like heavily guarded <laughs> with like Vatican uh, people. So that was interesting to see. But I have like so like the churches were so so beautiful like it really like takes the breath out of you when you see all these human like these places are ginormous and it's all marble it's all like so like lavish and crazy but yeah it was really cool to see though did you see uh the Sistine Chapel Mm -hmm. yep so beautiful um that was really nice yeah I really enjoyed going to the Vatican I got a lot of cool um souvenirs there but I have like so many hilarious stories from Rome like stuff that's happened in Rome so like this is like the perfect like podcast to get into all this on yeah keep going you're like I'm ready I'm ready going that's what we're here for first one so I want to start off by saying that Rome had really good food I had gelato Mm -hmm. every night and I think is it like an amafagato is that what it's called? I forget. I don't, yeah, look it up. So we went to our like favorite gelato place like oh, every the night. Affogato, A-F-F-O-G-A-T-O. Yes. So we went to our favorite gelato place like every single night. <laughs> and um, one of my friends got chocolate ice cream with like drenched in liquor and <laughs> and like these like little pizza cookies on like the side of them. And so that was like one of like my favorite things there is that we got to eat like our weight and gelato and it was so awesome. Um, but one night we were out and we were the typical American girls at Taurus because we went to, we went out to like McDonald's and Burger King <laughs> when we, like we had like plenty of good, like authentic Italian food too, but like late at night, like where are we going, you know? Yeah. And we were watching walking the streets of Rome at night. Don't do it. Um, we did it. It was fun. And we we're on our way home from Burger King at like, like one o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden, like we're walking up this hill, all of a sudden, like this van door, like opens, like right next to us. And at first it didn't seem like suspicious. And we were walking like up this back alley because we're stupid. (laughs) We're stupid. And um, these guys like start to kind of walk in our direction. And I, I wasted no time. I have seen the movie taken. (laughs) I was like, I looked at the other girls and I was like, run. Like, I don't care if they're not chasing us. I don't care if they're just two regular men. We are running for our lives to get back to the hotel. So that's what we did. We weren't that far away, but we weren't that close either. Yeah. yeah. So that was really fun. No, that's enough to terrify you. And everything in Rome is tiny. Like the cars are so small. It's like, how do you even fit in those? Italians you love the tiny cars, man. They're so cute, but so tiny. And one day we're going across a bridge on our way to like, you know, go tour someplace and people drive like you're in New York. Like they don't look at, they don't look at the uh, lanes. They don't look at anything. It's just like a whole cluster and you just got to go and wade your way through it. But we're in this giant tour bus. So, you know, everyone's kind of like jutting around us in their little cars 
And all of a sudden, our bus driver was like an evasive maneuver on a bridge, on a very tall bridge. And our tour guide was so funny. And she was like, she was like, oh, ha ha ha, like trying to make light of it. She's like, that car almost wanted to kiss our bus. <laughs> like the two cars wanted to kiss. And I was like, it's a very nice way of putting, um, we all almost died, but that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Oh my that's God. Okay. What was, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of more things that happened. Cause I just love that place so much. I loved um, it. It was so much fun. Everything what was about your it. Favorite food? Oh, I mean, obviously the gelato, but like I said, I had one of the best pastas of my life there. But one of the, one of the other things that really got me hooked on it was I got a salad in Rome as well. Like, yeah, one of our last days there, I got a salad. It was called a rocket salad and it had arugula as the base and then just steak over top of it. Oh, hell yeah. It was so good it was oh i love arugula now because of it uh let's see i mean did you go to the coliseum yeah we went to the coliseum uh, yeah i loved i loved the coliseum we went to the trevi fountain mm-hmm. the spanish steps yep and right by the spanish steps is where i had my favorite meal there i had um like this like four cheese i believe it's pronounced naki but noki I'm- yeah i say gnocchi gnocchi everybody says it different but i had the best gnocchi there so we just had like the best food of our lives at that trip and i was just so grateful to have good food good drinks wine with every meal um i hate uh italy because they charge you five dollars for water so i lived off of um coke because i mean coca-cola coca-cola um i lived <laughs> off of coca-cola because it was five dollars anyways and i was yes, like if i'm but, paying five dollars i'm getting a coke but they also pay their servers a living wage over there so yeah, you didn't have to tip it they're stupid free stupid. water That's but what i want so when you mentioned the Spanish steps, I had to pull up a picture of it. There's literally a picture of me throwing a fit on the Spanish steps because I had to fly out the next day. Yeah. So. Oh, Morgan. Look I'm at you. literally throwing a fit on the Spanish steps. You're like, you can't make me leave. I know. I was like, I'm dreaming that I don't have to go to work. But this is like one of my favorite uh, pictures that was taken gorgeous. of me was. Uh, where is it? Oh, my God. I keep forgetting that. It's like that. That one. I love that one. Mm-hmm. But there's so that. There were those friends. The Trevi Fountain was cool. The gelato was really cool. Yeah. Pictures I took wherever we were were really cool. The friends I made, it was it was just such a memorable trip. Yes. That I would happily go back to Italy in a heartbeat. And I know my I want to take my parents there eventually too. So mom, if you're listening, we're all gonna go together some at some point. Yes. Honestly, if we wouldn't have done what we did for our honeymoon, Calum, and I probably would have gone to Italy, but he's like, you've already been there, so I don't want it to make make it like our honeymoon trip. If anything, we'll make that like a trip in the future. And I'm like, that's fair. Right. That makes sense. It all makes sense. Oh, man. I'm just reliving all like the pasta I ate there. Like, yes. Through my pictures oh. right now. <laughs> oh, did you go to the Steelers bar? No. I didn't. Oh, fun uh, fact, didn't everyone. There's a Steelers <laughs> bar over in Italy. That's cool. It's called La Botticella. And it had not only, not only did it have Jesus wearing a Steelers helmet, 
It had a Seton Hill flag. It had a University of Maryland flag. It was great. It was so cool. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it was great. Everything was so much fun over there. There was nothing about that trip that I regretted. Honestly, if anything, I just would have taken more money. But again, right after graduation, it's hard to know what you're going to do. But anything else you wanted to cover for the trip? No, it was just so much fun. It was like one of the best experiences of my life. And like, I'm just, I just hate plane ride, long plane rides. So yeah, <laughs> and as a go point, first class <laughs> again, and as a point of disclosure for everyone, obviously we've been best friends forever, but like there was a decent period of time where we would only really talk to each other when we were home and yeah. we didn't know that we were doing these trips until after we started posting yeah. pictures on social media of, oh my God, we went to Italy and I'm going in a few months. Like we didn't yeah. know. Like we, we went, like, what are the odds of us going within the same year of each other, much less us going within the same season of each other? Exactly. Like wasn't planned, but this is a really good, (laughs) is there anything else that you wanted to cover? Not that I can think of, but (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes. And I feel like that last thing we were talking about, like we didn't even know we were going within like the same period oh it just shows that we're connected on a different level we we really are and it's not even like we try and do this stuff we just happen to it just happens to be that way here we are both have been to italy both were able to take in all the culture over there enjoy all the food everything like that it was wonderful Yes, it was. And I feel like that slides us into our topic for next week. Yes. What are we talking about, Morgan? Where Morgan and I are going to see how compatible we are as friends and see how connected we are on that deeper level. (laughs) Yes, guys, we are taking Myers-Briggs tests. We are going to do that. That's where we're hoping that we can actually record it so that it can potentially be a YouTube video. We will see. It is a work in progress for this. I am still learning how to edit podcasts. If you listen to the last one, there were some little edits in there that did make it to the final cut that I really tried to work around, but it's a learning process for all of us. And we really appreciate that you guys have taken the time to tune in every week and listen to us. But yes, we are taking the Myers-Briggs test. I know that (laughs) I am an ENTJ, but you never know. Things can change. Things change based off of your career. I know when Callum and I got married, the pastor that married us recommended that we do that test just because he wanted to make sure that we were compatible with each other and that we weren't total complete polar opposites. He had known us for years at that point. He had known us the duration of our relationship. Like he met me right before Callum and I started dating and that's really cool. It was really cool. Whenever he uh, married us, he had actually known us for almost 10 years at that point, which is crazy to think. Right. But he had us do those tests to make sure that we were compatible with each other when it came to that. Because like, obviously, if you put an introvert and extrovert together, it's one thing. But like, if you put an introvert who's maybe a one in the grand scheme of things versus an extrovert that's a 10 on the other scale of things, like it's going to be, you're going to see something different in there. Yeah. So we'll go through those tests. We will talk about our results. We will post our results on Instagram. If anybody wants to try and make a prediction when we, what percentage compatible we are, does it do not even, not even the percentage compatibility. I'm sure there's something out there that does, but more so just how close our personalities are to each other, because I'm willing to bet that she and I are going to be pretty close in, in personalities, but we will post our results on to our Instagram and on our Facebook. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. For As the fun always, time. 
Yes. As always, you guys can find us, the podcast, on Instagram at the Morgan Cast. Are there any underscores in that? There are no underscores in that one. Good. At the Morgan Cast, exactly as it's spelled. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, just as an FYI, fun fact: I almost got our Instagram banned for a week. Uh, not what even a week. I what almost got our do? Instagram banned for a month. What? So. Fun fact, if you own a business page on Instagram, you can only change the name of it, the title of your page, once every two weeks. I thought the two weeks was up. Turns out only seven days had passed. So uh, I tried to change it over to Morgan and Morgan podcast, and it did not like that. Well, what can you do? I contested it, and they they (laughs) opened the account back up, but I was freaking out because it was Wednesday night when this happened. I just finished uploading the podcast to be distributed Thursday morning right then this happened so that's funny but we're all good guys we're all good we're all good so you can find me on social media at morgo underscore the underscore asian specifically on instagram feel free to reach out to me there again if you want to get into an argument about the steelers and their o-line versus their d-line feel free to just send me a message there we are also on facebook at morgan and morgan podcast we have been we ran an ad last week there to try and gain more followers so if you're coming to us from facebook welcome Welcome. again we are still working on getting that youtube channel set up hopefully we are going to be able to start recording some videos to again either have longer videos or even do live streams while we are recording going from there but tune in next week to hear about how compatible we are as friends and doing our Myers-Briggs tests. Anything else you want to add, Morgan? Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are so happy to be in your ear holes this week and we're looking forward to doing the same thing next week as well. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks everybody. Peace out. Bye.